0: Let me tell you about our uh, spotlight sponsor. Yeah, that's right. It's Keeps. If you've noticed, your hair is uh, not looking as luxurious. <laughs> is it luxurious as mine? Keep those luxurious locks, like you know Glenn Beck. You know what's crazy is mm. how many guys will go come up to me and I'm like, I'd I'd kill for your hair. And <laughs> really? I'm like, really? You're that bad off? You might just be a murderer. If, <laughs> right. if, <you> know, <laughs> that's okay. exactly right. Uh, here's the thing. If I I took Propecia for years, I don't even know what the generic is now, but I I took that for years. But I was still super take it. Every expensive day. back in the day. Oh my gosh, yeah. yes. But your hair is worth it. I want you to go to Keeps because you're going to get you're going to save fifty percent off your first air uh, order of the hair loss treatment that you need. Uh, just by going to Keeps.com/slash/save. That's Keeps.com/slash/save. Go there now. You just take a couple of pictures of your hair. A licensed doctor look over and prescribes the right stuff they send it right to you you don't ever have to leave your home keeps.com save do it now
1: Entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, do you remember just yesterday when Gavin Newsom was like, I made a huge mistake. I didn't even think about it. You know, why would I? I was just going to a friend's birthday party, $400 a plate meal. You know, I'm just like the average person. We find out now... After he's apologized, you know who else was at that table? Yeah, the Medical Association officials. Unbelievable. I mean, the ones who were helping with the whole mask mandate. They were also there at the table. Oh, that's oh, that's wonderful. Uh, we have Joe Biden now talking about how he's going to have guns controlled. You're going to love that one. Uh, the New York Times has just done a piece on the baseless conspiracy theory that is the Great Reset. Oh, and Pennsylvania now says, even if you're at home, you need to wear a mask. Uh, screw you comes to mind. And so many other nice phrases that I shall refrain from, at least for 60 seconds.
1: This is... The Glenn
0: Beck Program. Having people over for the holidays? I'm gonna see how many I can squeeze in, and then and then we're just gonna use the same fork all weekend. None of us will be wearing masks. Uh, I, by the way, I did send a uh, an invitation to Gavin Newsom, so I'm hoping he's coming. Anyway, right now is the perfect time to get your home decked out for the season, and blinds.com is offering huge deals all month long, so you can shop before Black Friday. Now, shades, shutters, drapes, what is it that you want? I recommend bla- uh, uh, blinds just because you got to have something you can peek through when the government's coming for you and your guns, and you can put that gun right between the blind. Anyway, uh, you would save up to 40% site-wide, <laughs> including blind shades, shutters, even outdoor shades with free shipping and guaranteed perfect fit. Glenn Beck was on the air and he was saying, you should shoot through your blinds to get those evil government. He's dangerous. Whether you're a do-it-yourselfer or someone who'd rather have them handle the install from start to finish, get a head start on the perfect custom window treatments at blinds.com. Here's the best part: when you shop early like this, you get to relax later. So visit blinds.com now. Save up to forty percent site wide, the lowest prices of the year on incredible doorbusters. Rules and restrictions may apply. Go there now. Blinds.com. No, no, everybody's going to be fine with this. But you're, in fact, I predict you're going to love this idea from Joe Biden. He says he's going to ban new sales of AR-15 rifles. Right? There's nothing wrong with that. AR-15 rifles and similar firearms. Hmm. How's he going to do that?
2: There's this thing called the Constitution, and it Mm -hmm. has this thing about not being infringed when they talk yeah, about but uh,
0: nobody needs an AR15 a weapon of
2: war so you say you'll just
0: infringe that part of my yeah, right well, to bear arms and similar firearms so and any ammunition magazine holding more than 10 rounds so, so. you're saying but those infringements that, are not included in the well, list of infringements it's not an exact infringement yeah those, those aren't going to be sold anymore but He's going to pay some owners to surrender the affected guns they legally own. And then if you're not part of that group, then you are going to force be forced to register your guns under the National Firearms Act. So we got a registry that's isn't that great. So the government, they already have it. The government has a list of everybody Mm -hmm. and what guns they have. (laughs) that's great why didn't king george think of that (laughs) uh the proposal would require owners also to pay a 200 hundred dollar tax stamp for each item now item item yeah i don't know what that means does that mean every ar you own does that mean every ar and then every magazine you own is that every gun magazine scope you know, the Rifleman magazine that you might have. I don't know.
2: Now, I'm looking at this uh, this document here, and it's called a dictionary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this document outlines the meaning of infringement as the action of limiting or undermining
0: something. <laughs> you know, you and are a conspiracy theorist. You are. I am. Because you probably believe in the Great Reset, too, don't you? No. no. Yeah. I, I oh, you...
2: You don't believe in that conspiracy? Oh, I don't believe in the program, no. But uh, no. I do believe that they are trying to do it considering the announcement. No, they no. It.
0: The New York Times has just come out. It is a, quote, baseless conspiracy theory about the coronavirus. That has found new life as cases surge once again. Monday morning, the phrase Great, the Great Reset trended with nearly 80,000 tweets, with most of the posts coming from familiar far right internet personalities. I wonder if that's us. (laughs) Uh, The conspiracy alleges that a cabal of elites has long planned for the pandemic so they could use it to impose their global economic control on the masses in some versions of the unfounded rumor it is only president trump who is thwarting this plan and keeping the scheme at bay okay uh just want to let you know it's not a conspiracy theory you guys are on tape meeting about it you're on videotape you're open about it it you can find it at the world economic forum.org look it up it's very clear by 2030 You don't own property. By 2030, you have the uh, Sustainable Act uh, from the United Nations that is ruling everything. Uh, You don't have a a, a single. um, I'm sorry. You do have a single monetary system or monetary unit. The dollar is gone. It's all digital by 2030. Oh, and capitalism is has to be changed now to shareholder capital. This is not a conspiracy theory. You're out advertising it you wouldn't uh necessarily describe
2: it the way they do right like this is one of the tricks the media does all the time yeah. which is they'll take something that's real mm-hmm. then they'll find the person like they mentioned in there in some versions of this donald trump is is, is standing heroically with a cape on trying like they they'll know here's they'll, the thing they'll,
0: they'll turn it into a cartoon and then disprove the cartoon yeah here's the thing with donald trump when he say that No, Donald Trump is not standing against it and being the he's not the leader. I don't even know if he knows what the Great Reset is. But here's what he does know. Capitalism uh, is not Marxism. Right. (laughs) And no matter if you call Marxism shareholder capitalism, it's the Chinese system at best. And he's not going to go there. He's also not going to surrender our sovereignty to some global Great Reset economic forum idea he's not right and
2: like the, the way that's written is it sounds like they're saying the theory is that george soros was in some like laboratory cooking up the coronavirus to put no it's it like, not, not a, no it's no like, they this, were, this is them taking as progressives is, do all the time it's never let a crisis go to waste right yes
0: this is this they've said it on television
2: yeah. they're not creating the crisis no, but they're, they're saying like, they're taking advantage this of it
0: provides a, gavin newsom <laughs> This provides us a tremendous opportunity to make changes that we couldn't have done before. That's it. Mm -hmm. Now, one other story before I blow a gasket. A new Pennsylvania mask order extends the mandate to private homes. Uh, really? The face covering order uh, now has to be. Exercised in your family home, every individual age two and older in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania shall wear a face covering when indoors or in an enclosed space where uh, where another person or persons who are not members of the individual's household are present at the same space, irrespective of physical distance. So that person could be in the other uh, wing, Master Bruce. And if they're in the house, Master Bruce, who's who's closeted himself up in his dad's bedroom thinking weird thoughts about his mom's pearl necklace, he's gotta be wearing a mask. It's insanity. It's absolute insanity. America, wake up and stand up. The only thing that will unite us is truth. Justice and the American way wear a mask. It's going to protect you. Did you see the did you see the study came out yesterday? Not so much. Well, it'll protect others. Don't surround yourself with people you love. Love and friendship can be deadly. I mean, if you have to be in a room with any loved one, make sure you stay far away from them. Don't share the comfort of physical contact. I know that's lacking in your life, but that's a good thing. Any human warmth or exposure is illegal because it's a threat to a safe society. Human contact, its not the only enemy, no. Even expression of gratitude and love can doom mankind. So when in the presence of other human beings, please cover your face. So so you, you won't reveal emotions or ideas or be able to communicate with your face You just have to be masked up for comfort and happiness. You have to fear the people you've always trusted. Even if they don't mean to, they're probably killing you. Here's the thing. The left doesn't want you to see who you are. They don't want you to see it. They don't want others to see who you are. They don't want you to recognize your infinite and God-given potential and rights. The statists are demanding that we all wear masks and not just a cloth mask or bandanas or scarves. No, 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 no. The cloth masks and mandates are just a test to see how compliant you'll be when you're told to wear other masks that you're now having to wear. You see, statists demand that you submit to be part of a group, part of the collective, and they're going to decide What groups and classifications are. They'll tell you what masks you're required to wear. You voted for Biden. You voted for Trump. You're a Democrat. You're a Republican. You're a one percenter. You're a worker. You're a laborer. You're a unionist. You're a transsexual. You're homophobic. You're a revolutionary. A conservative. You have white privilege. You're a racist. Now, I don't know if you've noticed this, but some masks have messages on them. Vote MAGA, Biden, Antifa. Save the dolphins. How long before our Marxist overlords will require the mask you wear to carry an image of something that they want others to identify you as? Vaccinated. Immune. Conservative. Liberal. Catholic. Catholic. Atheist, bigot, Jew. The left is demanding that we wear masks because it dehumanizes us. That's the intention. Without our humanity, our connection as sisters and brothers, we are not able to ascend to our place in God's kingdom. And I will not comply. If you ask me nicely, I will do it. But I'll do it because I have common sense. Not because you tell me to do it. I will not let you decide what I do, especially in my own home. You're not going to define me or the people around me or the world I see. God gave me eyes and ears and a mind and a heart. And I will balance those things. I will be responsible for my own actions. No mandates from any government official will take that away from me. You know, the elites want to force us to wear masks while they don't do it themselves. You have no credibility with me. You have Obama now who says the whole damn world is ending from climate change, just getting a pass on environmental laws that he forces the rest of us to live with so he can live, you know, a lush, lush life with a cabana on the beach. Elon Omar, damn near up to $3 million that she has funneled to her family bank account. She's not going to pay for that, let alone any of the other crimes. She'll never have to answer to any of it. We have Durham now tucking his junk between his legs on Russiagate. Crooked deals in China and Ukraine. Now you're not punished for him. You're rewarded with the presidency. We have communists swearing to uphold the Constitution in their oath, and two seconds later they work to destroy it. Epstein, that's been memory hold, none of the powerful ever going to have to answer for any of it. There's no justice for the elites, which becomes an injustice for everybody else. Half the country feels that the democratic Marxist machine may have stole the election robbing us of the right to govern ourselves. Now they want to pack the courts, change the way we elect officials, fundamentally transform our economy, our history, our country, the underpinnings which made this country what it was. Deep State's still running. NSA's still listening. Media has become state media. We have completely different rules for Republicans and Democrats on the Internet. They don't want us to unite They demand that we submit, and I will not. Tell me why I shouldn't suggest that we peacefully go our separate ways, because I don't see a country I recognize anymore. When is the red line here? At what point do we say, when in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them one with another? And to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and nature's God entitle them. We hold these truths to be self-evident. You don't know who we are. You don't care who we are. You think you know. You call us revolutionaries? Well yes, it was a revolutionary idea. But your side used to believe it too, that all men are created equal and that they're endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. And that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. That when any form of government becomes destructive to those ends. It is the right of the people to alter or abolish it and to institute a new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes. And accordingly all experience has shown that mankind is much more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed but when a long train of abuses and usurpations and it leads to absolute despotism it is their right it is their duty to throw off such government and provide new guards for their future security. With malice toward none and charity for all, we cannot bind the wounds of this nation without something in common, and I'm finding that harder and harder to find every day. (laughs) All right. Thanksgiving right around the corner. Thanksgiving used to be when I would start getting really uptight about making sure my home was completely 100 percent secured because they're out to get you. You know, I don't know why I'm playing into all of the conspiracy. Oh, that's right. Because everything that we talk about now is a conspiracy. <laughs> that's right? True, It's nice and easy. Um, here's what you need to do. Just take this worry off your plate uh, and get simply safe. If you want to protect your home, you should use Simply Safe. You're protecting it with a state of the art leader in home security. And with an array of high tech cameras and sensors, they'll offer coverage of every square inch of your home inside and out. And it's easy to install. It's a central system that controls everything. And round the clock monitoring costs you 50 cents a day. You got nothing to lose. And right now, you're going to get 35% off Simply Safe plus a free security camera i haven't seen them offer this before simply safe beck.com hurried the it expires soon it's simply dot 10 seconds station id All right, we have Barry Loudermilk from Georgia coming up in just a second. We're going to get an update on the election and uh, what the president is is doing in Georgia and the Georgia race. Is the is the main thing you're talking about when, when you talk about masks and all these restrictions? Is it the way that they're doing it? Is it yeah. the fact that
2: they're? Forcing I know that
0: you? I know that coronavirus can be deadly. I also know that it's what ninety nine percent. Uh, recovery rate for 99 percent live yeah yeah so it, it it's a hassle and it's bad and for one percent it, it could be deadly but for 99 percent it's not i know it's real and if they would have said hey 15 days to to bend the curve or flatten the curve and we did 15 days and then they came out and said you know what we need maybe as long as a month to really get this under control. But they did at the beginning. Yeah. Right. But that's not what they did. That's not what they did. Gavin Newsom, uh, Michigan, everybody went crazy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely crazy. And then started taking your choices away. And started mandating things. Destroying businesses. Destroying people's lives. Screw you. If you would ask me and you would say, here's the information, I would read it, I'd consider it, and I'd probably do it. But not when you force me to submit. All right, let me tell you, uh, uh, this half hour has been sponsored by Relief Factor. Everybody deals with pain from time to time. Just one of those things you have to go through. But when it happens and it stays with you, we deal with it uh as long as we can but that grind sometimes just makes your world really really dark and steals some of the joy out of your life because you can no longer do the things you want to do i want to tell you from personal experience it doesn't have to be that way most of the time when you're living with frequent and debilitating pain it's being caused by inflammation and i have to tell you i don't know of a better product and i tried everything I don't know of a better product that fights inflammation than Relief Factor. Here's the thing. I want you to try it. It works for 70% of the people who try it. They go on to order more month after month. So the three-week quick start, just see if it will work for you. You're, you you spent 20 bucks, but isn't that worth your life back? ReliefFactor.com. 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 And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The
2: promo code is Glenn. You'll save 30 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV.
0: This is the Glenn Beck Program. We have uh, Barry Loudermilk on uh, from Georgia. I did a special last night uh, on the uh, the the Georgia... Revote now is happening. What is it? January 5th or 5th. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's for all of the marbles, all of the marbles. If the Republicans only win one, you're going to lose Mitt Romney. I mean, you know, hey, we should take guns away. Mitt's there. He's like, yeah, yeah. Murkowski Collins. Yeah. I mean, y- you lose one and you're at a tie and then Kamala. You have to have both of them, and even then it's risky. If we lose these uh, two Senate seats in Georgia, I, I, there's nothing holding them back from changing everything. Barry Loudermilk is uh, with us now. Hi, Barry. Hey,
3: Glenn. How are you doing?
0: Good. Congressman from uh, Georgia, uh, first of all, uh, give, me a, give me a rundown on what's happening in Georgia with the recount and the Trump case.
3: Well, you know, the recount was going back and doing a hand recount. We have machine voting in Georgia, which you go up to electronic machine, you you make your choice, then it prints a hand a hard copy ballot. This is the first major election we've had that has had that option, which I fought for for years to be able to have a hard copy ballot. So that that hard copy comes out of the machine, you look at it, you verify, yes, these are the people I voted for. Uh, then they run it through a counting machine and it goes into a box. So Part of the hand recount was not just taking the electronic total, but actually counting those ballots. The good news out of that was the, the uh, in-person voting uh, that the machines produced was accurate. There wasn't uh, some vote switching on that part. And the reason that's such good news is because the majority of Trump voters came out and voted in person either early or on Election Day. So, And is
0: that the, uh, the Dominion machines- system?
3: That, that is a Dominion system.
0: That's good and news. So,
3: Yeah, so the good news is the Dominion system did work. The issue we're having is with the absentee ballots. Now, the recount is going to go through. Trump is going to cut into Biden's lead when it comes out, uh, but it's not going to put Trump back on top because they're just counting these ballots. Now, we do have now these mostly are absentee ballots that went from Biden. I mean, it, <laughs> unbelievable number. And when I say unbelievable, I mean an unbelievable number of absentee ballots went to Biden. Mm. And so the issue is going to be challenging. Were any of those ballots illegal or fraudulent? And so we're actually having some people, some people I personally know, have filed affidavits saying that they have seen boxes of ballots that were pristine. These are absentee ballots. In other words, they had never been folded to where they would have been going into an envelope. Um, there were no creases, and in fact, the uh, where you fill out the little bubble for your choice was so perfect, it appeared, now I'm just quoting what they're saying, appeared that it may have been run through a printer or a machine. So, we do have Holy several cow. counts of that going through. So, and I talked to some people today who said, yes, these people have filed affidavits, and I, I personally know one of them, and she is not a conspiracy type person. And so, uh, there's numbers of those, and that's the trick, is getting to those ballots, so we can actually, and, and I'm not just saying this so Trump will win. I think it's it's extremely important that Trump gets another four years. But it's more important that we have an election system of integrity. Yeah, we have to That's trust the it. Most important thing.
0: Exactly. Okay, so so um, I don't know if you uh, saw our uh, our messages yesterday. But we know that the whistleblower has come forward in a sworn affidavit detailing a clerical error at the polling center in DeKalb County. Um, he says over a thousand votes were given to Biden that shouldn't have, um, and it's uh, you know it's one thing to hear about him and another thing to hear him right straight from the people that saw it. Uh, two questions on this: uh, one of my researchers went and was poking around and just seeing what he had said etc and found it incredibly easy to unmask this uh, whistleblower uh, and uh, and his address and everything and I think that is I think he's in danger is there a way to protect this guy's identity because the state's not doing it
3: right And, and there needs to be because back when all the riots were happening uh, we had somebody, you know, the term doxing. I had my home address doxed by someone, right. and so um, fortunately, they didn't get it exactly right. But we do know some of those nefarious people with various groups were trying to figure out where I live. When and and you know, to an element, unfortunately, you have to expect that when you're in a position such as I'm in or you're in, you know, that is very public. But when a citizen who simply needs to do their civic duty, um, it gets could get that kind of threat. Yes, we have to be able to protect these people in, in one way or the other. And that's something that I think the, the state legislature is going to have to look at. In the meantime, I think um, you know law enforcement is going to have to provide some level of protection to them. The problem is if you're in a strongly Democrat run county with a Democrat sheriff oh, no. in, in today's day and time, you just can't trust that. And I hate to say that, but it's uh it we're that divided right now as a nation all
0: right let's go to the georgia secretary of state this is a uh a republican uh he spoke to npr yesterday about the vote recount and the senate runoff elections he says lindsey graham pressured him to reject absentee ballots he said it's clear from his conversation with graham that trump and graham don't understand the laws in georgia uh loffler and purdue have demanded his resignation what's happening with this guy
3: uh, i really don't know glad <laughs> it's um uh he came out yesterday and called uh congressman doug collins a colleague of mine a friend of mine he's a very uh one of one of the people that i have a lot of admiration for called him a liar and i think that's unbecoming of a uh of uh, somebody in his position to to get to that level. I saw some of the things uh, or some of the statements that uh, Lindsey Graham made, and I don't interpret them the way that the Secretary of State does. I, what I saw Lindsey Graham saying is, we want you to do your job and investigate these allegations of fraudulent voting. We have to know, we, look, you can't get evidence until you investigate. And I think part of the frustration is, People are coming out saying there's no evidence of broad you know, widespread fraud well you don't know because you haven 't investigated you don 't get evidence until you investigate you get uh, circumstantial evidence or some probable cause i mean there's plenty of that out there. We have affidavits Well, you can 't get to the hard empirical evidence until you investigate and I think that's what Lindsay was getting at is look, we want you put politics aside and want you to get down to the you know, the the, to the bare knuckles of hardcore investigating because we have to be able to trust this and as you said earlier the future the future of this nation is riding on the back of two senate races in georgia right now we have to get it right
0: so we're looking at what the polls say and i don't know if i believe polls but what the polls say is a dead heat between americans and marxists uh, I did a special last night that's up on YouTube or on Blaze TV. You have to watch it um, to get some perspective of w- who these people are that are running against the Republicans. I mean, one of them is absolutely Jeremiah Wright. Just yep. Jeremiah Wright. <laughs> um, and uh, is, is it really tied? Is it that close?
3: How do you know? I mean, I had a national pollster that is, is, is in the conservative realm sitting in my office yesterday, and he basically said, we did a terrible job polling. And it's like we, they don't know how to poll. In fact, he said, well, the problem is the Trump voters wouldn't talk to us. Well, what do you expect? <laughs> you know? yeah. It's like if they we underpolled the Trump supporters because we don't know who they are. And I mean, there was a lot of excuses. The pollsters can't get this right. And if you think there was distrust before oh. the presidential election, there is going to be more distrust of pollsters and major news outlets now than there was before. And I mean, uh, you know, I think you're going to see a resurgence of people uh, going to news sites like the blaze and Newsmax and some others away from some of the more traditional that we considered uh, conservative.
0: Yeah. Can you assure the American people that this next election in Georgia is going to be safe, monitored, counted right?
3: I desperately want to do that, Glenn. I've got to see how how desperate our secretary of state wants that to be as well and how much effort we're going to put in fighting this. I believe there is going to be Uh, there's uh, and I've talked to some members of the Georgia legislature who want to act quickly to make some changes, but they're not going to apply to this election. The only way that we're going to know that this election is conducted honestly and with integrity with with a lot of people having access to monitor the election process. And we got to have more than we did before. Good citizens who care about this nation, who who care less about the outcome than they do an honest election system. And you're actually you're absolutely right. Both of the, the Democrats running for uh, Senate, they are socialists, Marxists. In fact, the one you were talking about, who is ideal, idolizes um, Reverend Wright as a prophet recently came out and said that abortion aligns with Christian values. It's biblical. I'm like, I can't find that in the Bible.
0: No, I don't yeah. he also says uh, Jesus was a Marxist. So, you know, he was for socialism. So and a Palestinian. He wasn't a Jew. He was a Palestinian. Um, uh, Barry, I appreciate it. Well, one last thing, just a personal note. Uh, we we know how to contact the the whistleblower, but we don't want to freak them out. We can protect right. their identity, but we'd love to share that story uh, from the horse's mouth with voice disguising, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Would you mind uh, reaching out so it's not a scary thing and just seeing if there's an interest so we can call them? Because, again, we don't want to freak them out.
3: Right. Yeah, we'll be glad to work with you on that, Glenn, to see what we can get. And um, I'm hoping, I'm working on some other, I can't divulge what it is right now, but there are some other uh, recordings that may be of interest for us to get out as well. Mm. But we'll be, glad, we'll be glad to work with you on that.
0: Yeah, good. Thank you. Barry Loudermilk, uh, Congressman from Georgia. Appreciate it, Barry. Thank you.
3: All right. Thanks, Glenn. Keep up the good work.
0: This is our CNN race bed. I think the, I think the guy writing it misunderstood race.
2: You think? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right, let's talk about uh, home title lock. Uh, we talked about home title theft uh, a while ago. No, I have I have rough greens. Oh, really? Yeah. So why don't you shut up? Oh, okay. Okay. Well, we have home title lot coming up in just a minute.
0: So, Andrea. <laughs> we're wow. Pre- what a are reviewing it. Yeah. yeah just get ready. Get yeah. ready to hear about it, everybody. Yeah, That's great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Andrea writes, uh, she said, Glenn, our German shepherd has been suffering with skin allergies and infections, and she slowed way down because of it. She also has a bad hip. Man, uh, these German shepherds, we bred them too much for the sexy hips. Um, anyway, uh, she said we started using rough greens a few weeks ago. Uh, the best word we can use to describe her is happy. She has more of a bounce in her step. She even seems to be walking better. Her fur is shinier. We're thrilled to have heard about, uh, uh, rough greens on your program. They are very satisfied. Thank you. I'm telling you, this stuff, I don't know what it is, but it it works. It just changes your dog. It's not a dog food. It's a supplement that you put on your dog's food. It contains vitamins, minerals, omega oils, antioxidants. I mean, I think my dog would eat cardboard if this was on it. I mean, I don't recommend that, but hey, at least you have the antioxidants and all the other stuff that my wife says, you
2: got to have that in
1: your food.
0: Anyway, Rough Greens, get the Jump Start bag today, $14.95. Start the process of getting your dog healthier and happier. If you want to see your dog thrive again, just go to Rough Greens, ruff slash That's Rough back slash You're listening to Glenn. Sue, uh, Stu, I've never been, you know me, I'm not a litigious guy. I don't like I don't like lawyers. I mean, unless they're on our side, unless they're on our side. Sure. But I don't like lawyers and I don't like litigious people. Mm-hmm. But, I, I, you know, I don't know if you saw, according to the Biden campaign metrics, online chatter about the Hunter Biden story during the elections last week was greater than it was around Hillary's email during the last month of 16. The difference is it never hit the mainstream media. Through. The media learned their lesson. Too. Oh, yeah, they, they did. Now, so didn't they become an arm of the Democratic Party? I mean, it affected the election. So, wasn't what big tech did and the mainstream media, by by canceling a story and making sure that a lid was kept on that story, isn't that an in-kind ca- campaign contribution? You can make the argument, especially if you had evidence of the communication uh, between
2: you know the Democratic Party and the media organizations. I mean, the media organizations' argument that they've made very publicly is that they... Say they over they focused too much on the emails last time. They gave too much credibility to this wild conspiracy theory, and that <laughs> and was, they but they didn't again, slow down on Russia. I'm not. I am not arguing that they make good decisions, but they pretty clearly admitted many times that they weren't going to let that happen again. They were not going to let one of these late breaking stories penetrate to the mainstream media because they. I mean, I would argue because they didn't want the same thing to happen where Trump was able to win. Remember, Trump made vast improvements in the past couple the last couple of weeks of the 2016 campaign, right around the time when all that stuff broke back into the media. And they were not going to let an October surprise right. happen to them again. Right. And that is I mean, they were functioning just like the Democratic Party oh, yeah, would absolutely. function. I just don't yeah.
0: know if there's a legal case there. Uh, I, I, do, I don't I do mean to set you off, but I when I say that, I'm lying. I absolutely want to set you off. <laughs> Cuomo said uh. vaccines are the result of the president's ego and the financial incentives of companies. Yeah. Yep. yep. Well,
2: I mean, I don't know what the president's ego plays into it that much, but I mean, yes, the profit the f- motive. The is, profit motive is, is, is yeah, very that,
0: That's called... The American System. (laughs) Mm. That's what that's called. The American System. Wait until you hear the whole thing.
1: Next. This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Whether you're working from home or working on fitness, it doesn't matter. You want to listen to what you want to listen to and not what your kids are listening to or somebody else is listening to. And right now is the perfect time to get a pair of premium wireless earbuds. Raycon. The way to go. Raycons start at about half the price of... Let's be honest. The Apple. I mean, they just gouge your eyes out. They sound amazing. Raycon's everyday E25 earbuds are the best model yet. You get six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, and more bass and more compact design that gives you a comfortable noise-isolating fit. Perfect for conference calls, video chats, or just uh, listening to podcasts. You know what I'm saying? Raycon. Co-founded by Ray J. I just got my first pair. They are awesome. Really comfortable. They'll fit in your ears. The sound is perfect. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash back. That's buyraycon.com slash back for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. Buyraycon.com slash back.
1: This is the Glenn Beck program.
0: Let me tell you about built Bar. built Bar. built Bar. I'm going to do some hypnosis on you right now. Uh, built Bar is a great protein bar. It's good for you. I've decided I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to oh, eat yeah? them like a normal human being should, because you just eat like five or six of them. I just, I'm just saying, not really I'm just the saying. way they're designed to yeah. be yeah. eaten, right? Uh, so,
2: uh, and you do make them in like a big sandwich. You like at five or six of them. You just squish them down, and then yeah. you eat them all at once without so, bread,
0: because that's too healthy. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, these protein bars—they're delicious. I want you to go to uh, Built Bar right now. Make sure you use the uh, promo code Beck, and you get ten dollars off your first order. They really are. They're like they're—they're they're made with real chocolate. I mean, it's like a candy bar except it's good for you in about 130 calories great snack promo card uh, promo code beck at builtbar.com builtbar.com
1: ...is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment.
0: This is the Glenn Beck Program. So Stu and I, yesterday, we were going over some research uh, done by a friend of ours in the uh, Heartland Institute that shows that socialist candidates won more seats than ever in 2020. That they are gobbling the Democratic Party. Uh, you know, we said that America has rejected. But when you look at the states, I'm not so sure they did reject socialism. Uh, we want to get the analysis. We want to get all of the numbers and the analysis uh, Analysis from Justin Haskins. a uh, Really, really bright guy. Editorial director of the Heartland Institute and editor-in-chief at StoppingSocialism.com. Find out what exactly this means because the numbers are st- Staggering. Just staggering. We go there in 60 seconds.
1: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: This holiday season, I want to remind you that cybercriminals are human beings too. They have families. Oh yeah, while well, you're sitting around the table with your family or out shopping at whatever stores are still open to find things for people that you love while you're preparing the meals that you and yours will eat together, while you're doing all of that, the cyber criminal is away from his family, sitting alone at his computer, lonely, sad, just waiting for you to go online unprotected and give him a window into your information. But do you care this holiday season about the cyber criminal? No, you don't. Well, sharing is caring, right? Or not. Maybe you should have Norton 360 with Norton 360. You're going to get real time protection against existing and emerging cyber threats that put your personal information at risk, including device security with a VPN and bank grade encryption. It's a toolbox that is going to protect things like your logins and your passwords, but so much more. No one can prevent all cybercrime. And why would you want to? cyber criminals are people too. But Norton 360 is a great way to give you and your family the gift that keeps on giving all year long. Save up to 50% off your annual subscription on your first year at norton.com/back. That's norton.com/back. Get 50% off now. Justin, my man. How are you? I'm doing great, Glenn. How are you? Uh, Well, I was doing better when I was apparently living in a fantasy world that America was rejecting socialism.
4: (laughs) Right, yeah. Yeah. You know, I I actually think that the the 2020 election was, there, there is a lot of really positive stuff that came from that, without question. And I think that in many moderate districts, And I think that in, obviously, in conservative districts, they still are rejecting socialism. But what we're seeing, what I think the research that we're about to discuss shows very clearly, is that in the democratic strongholds, socialists are taking over. The far left is taking over. And that isn't just a theory anymore. I think there's real data behind it.
0: I mean, when you look at the list you compiled, you look at Connecticut. Good heavens. It's going to become the Soviet Union soon. Um, I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I want to go over how you picked who was a Marxist socialist. You based it on uh, people that were endorsed by our revolution, Democratic Socialists of America and Progressive Democrats of America. Tell me who these three organizations are.
4: Right. Well, these these are three of the largest, very far left organizations. They're, they're all well-funded. Democratic Socialists of America, that's the largest socialist organization in the United States. They're not a political party. They're a, a socialist uh, organization that helps with fundraising and helps with getting candidates passed. And they hold conventions and do stuff like that. Our revolution was started by Bernie Sanders and people from the Bernie Sanders presidential campaign from 2016 to help win more progressive seats in Congress, um, and they've expanded their efforts out into the states. And Progressive Democrats of America, they've been around um, since the early 2000s, doing very similar kinds of things. These are the This is the AOC crowd. I think people need to think of it like that. Yeah, In order to be endorsed by one of these groups, you have to support the Green New Deal, Medicare for All, those kinds of policies. Right.
0: Um, the Democratic Socialists of America reject an international economic order sustained by private uh, profit. Uh, they all pretty much uh, do. They're, they are talking about giant government controls, On just about everything so you took the people that they endorsed and you looked at it and what did you find
4: so we tracked 266 races across the country Uh, my colleague and I Chris Talgo at Heartland we spent a tremendous amount of time pouring over the data and making sure that we got this right out of the 266 races um, there were 200 legislative, state legislative seats that we tracked, 60 U.S. House races and six U.S. Senate races. And what we found was that, and in, in, it's just absolutely astounding, 90 percent, actually slightly more than 90 percent of all of these races were won by the socialist far left progressive candidate. It's absolutely shocking. Um, And when you take those numbers and you compare it to what we found in 2018, when we did this exact same analysis, uh, there were only 80, between 80 and 90 races that were uh, candidates that were endorsed by these same groups. And those candidates in 2018, only 40% of them were successful. And at the time, I thought that was Incredible. But then they went from 40% in 2018 to 90% success rate just two years later, Jeez. and they had many more candidates, 200 more candidates, essentially. So, so this, is, this is just absolutely astounding.
0: So how many of them are open and how many are uh, closeted, if you will?
4: Oh, I think that they're all open. <laughs> I, think that that's how, I think that's the only way you can be endorsed. Um, And to give you some sense of who these people are, because remember, a lot of these people, 200 of them are state legislative candidates, so not a lot of people know about them. Uh, There's this person, Taylor Small, who's a state rep in in Vermont. Um, This this person is the first openly transgender legislator in Vermont to be elected. They um, support having a universal health care Uh, for the state of Vermont. They support housing as a human right, um, ending the ability for, for landlords to evict people who refuse to pay their rent. Um, Obviously your standard increasing the minimum wage and all of that stuff, but also banning all fossil fuel infrastructure, which I think is gas stations. And I don't know, roads is that, does that qualify? I'm not really sure. Defunding the police, uh, it goes on and on and on. This is this is a snapshot, I think, of what your average candidate that's in this list is like. And then all of the famous people that you think of as well, Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, they're all on this list in addition to these state legislative races.
0: What amazes me is I looked at all the states, and the one that is overwhelming, especially for size, you know, California has a lot of people, but um and you expect it from California, Connecticut has i don 't even know forty of these people, and only one lost i i mean That's right it, 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 is i mean i 've always known that Connecticut was you know big government uh but but not marxist socialist what what 's happening in Connecticut?
4: Right, I think what Connecticut shows very clearly is the strategy for the far left is working incredibly well. And and what I mean by that is this. In destroy, a,
0: destroy a state and win elections. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, well sort of, but I actually think that if you look at what happened in 2018, only 40% of the candidates were successful. Now 90% of the candidates are successful, and they actually ran candidates in fewer states this time around than they did last time, even though they have way more candidates. So what that tells you is, is that they went out of their way to target districts that they knew the Democrat would win no matter what. And if you look at the average, not just margin of victory, but the average result, the average result is that that candidates, these socialist candidates that were endorsed by these various groups, won by more than 20 percentage points in every one of these races. So that means that they targeted districts that they knew no matter who the candidate was, as long as they had a D next to their name, they were going to win. And so I think Connecticut is actually a perfect illustration of this strategy because Connecticut is your traditionally establishment Democrat state long-time establishment democrats that have been there forever and what they did was they targeted those establishment candidates they kicked them out they put socialists they primaried them out they put socialist candidates in and then they won because the person going to the voting booth on election day they don't know who their state rep is going to be they don't care they vote for the democrat and that's why they were so successful i think and if they take the strategy and they apply it all throughout the country they are going to absolutely take over the Democratic Party. I think it's already starting to happen, and this shows it.
0: So you have 11 of uh, 15 ran in Texas. 11 won. 11. That's right. In Texas. That's right.
4: Right. And I think it's the same strategy, right? It's, it's, you find the districts in Texas that are going to vote for Democrats no matter what, you kick out those more establishment, longtime candidates. Or or incumbents in many cases, and then you put the far left people in in those places. And if you actually go to the Our Revolution website, they explain that this is the strategy. They're not hiding it. They call it um, uh, stacking the bench. They call it filling out the bench. Uh, And by bench, they mean these state legislative races and local elections, city council, county races, those kinds of things. This is the future of the Democratic Party. They know that the vast majority of people in Congress right now were once a state lawmaker. Most people don't realize that, but it's true. And so if you can get these radicals, fill out the bench at the state level and local level, those are going to be your congressmen. That's your your
0: farm team. That's right. Uh, All right, Justin, I I want to ask you one more thing on socialists, and then I want to take a break and come back about the Great Reset. Um, But on the the socialists, I mean, they're moving forward globally with this Green New Deal. The U.K. just said no gasoline, no diesel. Uh, none of those cars are to be sold by 2030. That's nine years from now.
4: Yeah, and, and, and this is a huge part of what the, um, what the socialist movement is, is embracing, but also... It's part of their strategy here in the United States, all over the world, to take over the energy industry and to use climate change as the excuse for not just taking over the energy energy industry, but taking over virtually everything. And you're going to, you know, we'll talk about that with the Great Reset, but that's what the Great Reset, that's one of the core uh, arguments for the Great Reset from the people who are pushing is that we have to radically transform society in order to save us from global warming can you can you stop
0: all i mean california is doing this as well at the same time they're beating up on elon uh, elon musk i mean you need another product if you're nine years away from banning diesel and uh and gasoline engines
4: yeah well well, of course look there is absolutely no logical scientific way that you can do what they're calling for doing you can't transition the united states away from fossil fuels in 10 years it is literally impossible nine it's not nine nine right sorry nine nine, nine years that's right it's not possible there's no way to do it but they don't care because it isn't really about transitioning the united states away from fossil fuels the goal is really to take over as much of the economy as you possibly can and we'll figure out the details later on that doesn't really matter that's the real goal here.
0: Okay, more with Justin Haskins in just a second. I want to talk to you about the great reset and what the New York Times said uh, just uh, just yesterday. Financial freedom if you are fiscally responsible. Those are two words that have a lot of importance to you. Financial freedom and the importance is only apt to go up in the coming months and years. By the way, unless you invest in the stock market here, they're saying it's going to go up to 30 uh, sorry to 40,000. Yeah. Uh, I predicted this four years ago, said it would go up to four, between 40 and 50, and then it's a, it's called a melt up. Then it crashes. Anyway, um, let me ask you, what are you doing with uh, your fiscal uh, responsibility these days? Are you spending within your means? Are you saving up for the future? Are you doing best to cut costs where you can? Well, let me tell you, there is a there is a family owned and operated company that started out of a house years and years ago and has boomed into a thriving nationwide business that has been serving people like you and not the bank for the past two decades. Whether it's a mortgage refinance that could save you hundreds of dollars a month because the interest rates are still amazingly low or other forms of debt consolidation, American financing is in your corner. And they're going to help you make the best financial decisions that you can. So call them today. You'll see what I mean. Call American Financing at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, one 8 2 Ten seconds, station ID. Oh, Justin, I know we're working on a book on the Great Reset that's going to come out, uh, hopefully, right after the uh, first of the year. We're darn close to that. Um, but uh, they're on to us. Justin, I want you to know uh, <laughs> this was printed. Uh, I think this is from The New York Times. A baseless conspiracy theory about the coronavirus has found new life as case, cases surge once again. On Monday morning, the phrase The Great Reset trended with nearly 80,000 tweets, with most of the posts coming from familiar far-right Internet personalities. I think they mean me. The conspiracy (laughs) alleges that a cabal of elites has long planned for the pandemic. So they could use it to impose their global economic control on the masses. In some versions of the unfounded rumor, it is only President Trump who is thwarting this plan and keeping the scheme at bay. I see the great reset conspiracy about COVID-19 is trending again. It goes on and on and on uh, that says we're the same crowd who tell people that politicians are incredibly incompetent and useless while simultaneously believing they all came together to brilliantly execute a global master plan. They don't talk about the facts at all. They don't explain it. They just deem anything against it a conspiracy theory. Your comments. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, this is, this is you know very typical of what the mainstream press does in order to give cover to things that they're very uncomfortable talking about. If they spent even two seconds just reading quotes, direct quotes, they don't have to. They don't have to take my word for it. They don't have to take your word for they it, know. or any other right wing conspiracy theorist. No, read the quotes.
0: They know. They do know. They know. Yeah. The, the reason why it was trending this weekend is because you had the prime minister of Canada saying, "We have a re, we have a great reset. We have a great opportunity to use the great reset and to remodel and reimagine our economies." Well. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not a conspiracy theory when everyone is out in the open talking about it. Even some of these anchors right. are, are using the language of a great reset.
4: I mean, that's, oh, that's exactly right. And, and if you go to Joe, I mean, Joe Biden himself has built his entire platform around this motto, build back better. He has a Build Back Better plan. His presidential transition website is buildbackbetter.com. Build Back Better is a phrase that the World Economic Forum and people who support the Great Reset have been using for years and years and years. Those exact words promoting the exact policies that Joe Biden is supporting. And if you go to... Joe Biden's presidential transition website, and you read what he has to say about climate change or COVID or economic inequality. It's as though he copied and pasted it from the world economic forums website. I mean, They all know what's going on. They're all involved in it. They all agree with it. They all believe that we need to radically transform society on a global scale in order to deal with climate change and income inequality and all the things that the left is always talking about, that we're all stupid sheep that need to be led by a global elite that's much smarter than we are. And that's what this movement is all about. And people at the New York Times are all for it, I'm sure. But I'm not imagining it when Prince Charles says that this is a golden opportunity, meaning the COVID-19 pandemic, to seize something good from this crisis.
0: Gavin Newsom said the same thing. Right. (laughs) The governor of California said the same thing. And I don't know if you've seen the, the collage of all of the world leaders with Build Back Better behind them. But I mean... That's just that that is so obvious because I think build back better is a little like me read good. Uh, you know, it's just a horrible. Maybe it was lost in the, you know, from the German translation, uh, you know, like work shall set you free is, you know, it seems less a clunky. I'll say less that. clunky oh. than build back better. <laughs> um, but they're both evil. Anyway, uh, it, it, it's all Over the world, all over the world, the 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 leaders of countries are talking about it. And I don't think that Donald Trump even may even know about it at this point. But I know when he found out and they were pushing it, he would stand against it because he loves American sovereignty and he also loves the Constitution, Apparently, because it uh, frees you up to be a capitalist. He's not going to be for any of this stuff. That's why they had to get him out. I truly believe that.
4: Oh, there's there's no doubt about it whatsoever. It's not just if you read what... Uh, Klaus Schwab at the World Economic Forum and John Kerry and all these people who are involved in the Great Reset directly are saying about it. If you go read what George Soros has to say, he's another person that supports mm. these same kinds of ideas. <laughs> America first, nationalism, that's the enemy of yep. the Great Reset and globalism.
0: Thank you so that's much, uh, Justin. Thank you so much. And by the way, I don't know if you know this, but George Soros doing a documentary to dismiss all of those conspiracy this is theories the Glenn about me. Oh, <laughs> Oh, well, that's going to be a week of chalkboards on uh, Blaze TV. All right. Let me tell you about uh, relief factor. Everybody deals with pain from time to time. Uh, just one of those things you have to go through. You know, you fall off your bike. Hey, brush it off and get back up on a bike. But sometimes uh, pain is there and it is debilitating and it's seemingly forever. That's when there doesn't seem any light at the end of the tunnel and any light seems to be a train. Uh, Moving forward is really, really hard. I want to talk to you here from personal experience. It doesn't have to be that way. Most of the time when you're living with frequent and debilitating pain, it's caused by inflammation. And I have to tell you, there's nothing that treats inflammation that I know that I tried better than Relief Factor. I was in debilitating pain, tried absolutely everything under the sun, which finally... Uh, made me try this actually coupled with my wife and it worked i've been taking it for three years relieffactor.com relieffactor.com get your life back 800-583-84
2: and go to blaze slash glenn the promo code is glenn you're gonna save 30 bucks off your
0: subscription to blaze tv This is the Glenbeck Beck program. Hey, I just want to just want to throw in a little piece of audio here from uh, Governor Cuomo. He. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, uh, no, he, he did not like the fact that a reporter oh. was asking questions about school closings. Here it is. Listen. So what's going on? Does the city still have the ability to close its schools? Are you now taking control and saying that you have the power to make this decision? And for the millions of parents who want to know, are the schools going to open tomorrow in New York City?
3: All right, first of all, let's try not to be obnoxious and offensive in your tone. Uh, What are you talking about? How, what are you talking
2: about? You're now going to override we did it already. That's
3: the law. An orange zone and a red zone. Follow the facts. I'm just confused. Well, then you're confused. I'm confused, and I'll tell you what,
0: Parents are still confused as well. The schools in the tomorrow.
3: You're
2: confused. Read the law. Read the law and you won't be confused.
0: I, I need the, uh, we, we need the Sicilian theme every time we talk about Cuomo. I mean, it's agonizing. that guy is just, jo- I mean, it's a crime family. It is. It's a crime family. Yep. Uh, this uh, time we talk about the Cuomos. <laughs> you're confused. What are you doing? Asking me some questions here. You know the law. I want to close the school. I close the school. That's the way it works around here. (laughs) That clip is endless. It's like eight minutes long. Oh, my gosh. But he gets
2: into this point where he's trying to simultaneously explain how dumb the reporter is, but also explain the ridiculousness of his policy and it's like I, I told you that you just go to the orange zone if you're an orange zone if you're just in the orange zone then they can close the schools but if they go over 3% they go out of the orange zone and then the red zone kicks in and then the red zone and then they can close the school but they had their own levels at which it's, it's like incomprehensible what
0: he's trying to say <laughs> Are you mocking me? It's <laughs> sorry. Are you making fun of my voice? Is that what's happening here? Because I don't think
2: that's what's happening here. <laughs> the voice, there is some combination between, like, ridiculous mobster and moron that he's combined there. And I can't put my finger on what exactly it is. Okay, it-
4: okay,
0: I got it. Are you... Uh, Questioning me. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> Let me tell you about the red zones.
2: Andrew, are you here? <laughs> I, I, it's almost exact. <laughs> the the school thing is is oh. is interesting because they're now saying that. The, now new york did by the way it, all, all of this to be said you're an idiot you don't understand the next day they close the schools right like, like all you have to like, say is yeah they're close tomorrow yeah they're close yeah they're close tomorrow now that they, they i don't had, like your tone yeah, right all you can say we will see what the test comes out because they set their their test their positive test rate at three percent which the united states of america as a whole since the beginning of the pandemic has never been below never not one day since this thing started. We've never been below 3%. So they oh, they were below 3% because when you let the virus ravage your entire community for a while and then you weld everyone into their apartments, you can get it under 3%. Like, that's right. The, you know, unfortunately, now they've let the kids Listen out. Listen to me. <laughs>
0: all you gotta do you, <laughs> da, is kill all the old people. <laughs> you just take the sickos that you don't want because they're freeloaders and then you stick them in with all the old people and bada-bing! it's done,
2: done. <laughs> i can't i cannot decipher you from cuomo it's such a good impression i can't it's so good uh so let, let me ask you this so there is there was this thing at the beginning and we're talking about one of biden's actual advisors on covid as we he's uh w- um,
0: which one the one that says that at 75
2: no uh, not Ezekiel Emanuel okay. that's another one we should get into at some point yeah um but I can't I can't remember his name off the top of my head but he 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 was out front of this very early before Osteroff
0: or something Osterholm, like that Osterholm, Osterholm. Osterholm.
2: he Said, look, schools are not obvious that they should be closed. I remember listening to him. Yeah, yeah. I think he was on Joe Rogan at one point. Mm-hmm. And I remember hearing him say that. And I was like, wow, Like to me, they closed the schools right away. This is before we knew anything about the virus. Yeah. And he's like, actually, no. That's actually the wrong thing to do. We should keep them open. Um, now, that so that was something that scientists largely agreed on. The schools are something that that stay open in one of these situations. And now it's become a real problem. Uh, a real part of the point of debate ever, you know, Democrats say close the schools. Republicans say, open them. One of the theories about this is because Trump came out and said, open the schools. The Democrats just reflexively said, despite all the science and everything else behind it, just said, no, we got to close them. Is that the sort of thing? Is that the reason they're doing this here?
0: Well, uh, that end just, I, I think there is a movement afoot. Uh, on the Uber left that would like to see, and remember the teachers union Uber left would like to see the destruction of the typical school system cause such disarray, cause so many problems that they can rebuild it closer to their heart's desire. Um, So I think there's, you, you can't dismiss those who want to burn a system down that they're not using this. To me, the only reason... The only reason... (laughs) The only reason... Now you listen to me... is because of that loudmouth... Donald Trump! (laughs) Who's a piece of garbage! And I don't like his tone. I don't like the names that piece of garbage calls people. So when I say... You ain't going to school, little kiddos. I mean it. Or you're dead. Dead. So t- wait, that was a I little mean, too smart. I there think, was no, uh, no, thank you. Nah. Dead. So <laughs> <laughs> dead. I think that it is because of Donald Trump. A lot of things were just you know and done because of anti-Trump. Uh because the media was totally anti-Trump yeah and i think I, that is part of it
2: right yeah is that unique to them though because i think it, is it possible that we do this at times too in that yeah like for example with masks masks are really a freaking annoying the, the how much they do is is a bit questionable we they don't they're not a panacea but you know they may do some good and there seems to be a reaction to the the left and the
0: government and the media pushing these things so hard that we reflect that's not what we're, that's not what we're arguing about though. The mask is merely a symptom. It's not Mm -hmm. the disease. It's not the point like Donald Trump. He was a symptom of something. And that symptom was nobody's doing anything about corruption. Nobody's listening to the American people. So he wasn't the cause of the problem. He was a symptom of the problem. The, not, the pushback on the masks is not really about the mask. Right. It's about us saying, don't tell me what to do, because here's what you've done. You told me first, you listen to me. These masks, don't get them, because they do not work. So all these people crying to go out there and buy masks, you don't do it. You hear me? You don't do it. They don't work. Okay, I knew that was BS. I told you that on the you air. did, yeah. That, okay. That's what. Yeah, but that's interesting, right? Yeah, when right. they were saying no, when they were saying no, they don't work. Don't get masks. Uh, you, I was saying, you said this. Don't get the N95 mask, right? Right? Because it's bullcrap. Now, uh, I have N95 masks, mm-hmm. and I wear masks. <clears throat> you know, when I go into a store or someplace, not because I believe in the bullcrap that I can walk in with a mask to a restaurant. And then suddenly I'm <laughs> totally germ-free in my booth. Right. <laughs> it's, that is uh, amazing. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It's science, okay? but it doesn't. Yeah, it's a little. Yeah. It's, it's, si- it's lots not of science, science. behind science. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So they were wrong in telling us in the first place. Mm-hmm. Then what did they do? Then they switched and then they called anyone who disagreed with it or said, that doesn't make any sense at all. That I can walk into a crowded place, but I'm standing between two pieces of plexiglass, and that's going to protect me? That doesn't make sense. Oh, the uh, the person behind the plexiglass at the, gr- at the gas station where you just stop to buy a candy bar and a Coke. Did I just reveal myself? <laughs> you stop and buy a candy bar and a Coke as they touch all of those things on their side of the plexiglass and then slide it back over to you. Uh, is that germ-free? Is that germ-free? There's no logic to it. And then when you say, hey, I I don't understand how this works. You? You're a denier. You hate science. (laughs) You're one of them Trump stooges. And so they cut off any questions. They treat you hostile.
2: And that uh, cements people in whatever position they're in. Yeah, especially in America. You don't... Tell me what to do. We're seeing this with the vaccine, too, right? Where when when Trump was, when this was going through the Trump administration, Operation Warp Speed, the Democrats, who've been shaming everybody about how you have to have mandatory vaccines for everything, all of a sudden were against vaccines. Yes. And I bet you when, you know, if Biden gets in there, they're going to have the same thing. Oh, they're, the other there way. will
0: be mandatory vaccines. And they'll it all of a sudden be. be for it, right? They'll the left be, will be for it forward. and we will be we will be called anti people, anti government, anti science. You know, so how do you break through that, though? Because
2: there if you, you mandate, can't. let's say masks, just taking masks as an easy one. You mandate masks. You have people who are saying, I don't want to stop telling me what to do. I'm not going to do that. And so they'll let they'll they'll push back on that. The left will say, well, always listen to the government. You must do it. And you're a bad person and you're and they will carry on you to death if they see you without one. How do you, without a mandate, let's just say masks are effective for a second, mm-hmm, just as an argument. Mm-hmm. How do you communicate? How, what's the best way to get success in, in implementing a public safety measure without mandating it? Because that clearly is not working. You
0: tell the truth. You allow questions to be had. You uh, answer them reasonably and rationally. And you ask people to step up because we're having a national crisis. And we trust you. You're smart enough to do this. And here are the facts. And this is what we recommend. But we're not going to tell you what to do. Here's the thing. Progressives look at us as children. Well, we're not children. And we all rebelled against our parents about 15, 16, 17 years old. Okay, that is natural and normal because you are ready to make your own decisions. So smart parents. Say, I'm not going to win all these arguments. I'm going to pick the battles that are really important. I'm going to let them make their own decisions. I'm going to let them feel the, the consequence of their own actions, etc., etc., because they're two years away from living on their own. All right? So i got to relinquish some of that power. Oddly specific here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's you have to relinquish that power. And if you don't, you know— If you say to them, oddly specific, uh, you are going to church and you are going to believe what I tell you to believe. (laughs) You will drive them away from God. Right. Right. Okay. For the rest of their life, they will not want to have a relationship with God because it was jammed down their throat. They think we're seven. Well, I'm in my 50s. So I'm a long way from seven. I'm a long way from 16. But when you tell people you will do this, see, this is this is the disease. This is not a symptom. This is the disease. You will submit. That's the problem. That's the problem with the media. That's the problem with Washington. That's the problem in our society, because that goes against Everything America was founded on. You will submit. They don't want to unify. They'll unify as long as you submit. As long as you. <laughs> you, you hear me out. As long as you uh, uh, submit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> Strange, isn't it? It sounds strangely like him. All right, let me tell you about, uh, honey, imagine you make a list of the gifts that you're going to buy for the holidays, and then Mm -hmm. someone... I'm imagining it right now. ...gives you the Thank you. Mm -hmm. Uh, ...gives you the money to help buy one of those gifts. Right. Sound good, right? Sounds great. That's what Honey is doing. Mm. That's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. Uh, It's uh, the great Honey giveaway. And I got Honeys all over the place, you know what I mean? Uh, They're helping pay for a million dollars worth of free gifts this season. That's thousands of prizes each week. All you have to do is you go to Honey, you uh, download the app, you make a list of gifts you want from certain stores, and Honey will watch those 24-7 24-7 to let you know when the prices drop or if there's a sale now here's how the honey great giveaway uh works you add honey to the computer you create the free account you start putting the gifts on your drop list for a chance to win honey randomly selects winners and gives them the money to buy something on their list it's uh honey join That's honey great. for free now join honey.com slash beck
2: and uh, when you're online, you've got to protect your identity. You've got to make sure that uh, you're locking everything down. Who are you
0: to tell think? me what to do?
2: Uh, is it, why is Andrew Cuomo appearing in all of the commercials? I don't know. Uh, I uh,
0: like it. I like it. <laughs> so if, if you are doing shopping online, nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But it's really important to understand that cybercrime is here to stay. And I am one of the biggest criminal... Never mind, I said that. (laughs) Identity theft is affecting your life. Nobody can monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock will put a warm blanket around you and your identity to make sure you're as safe as you can be. Save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com, promo code BECK. That's 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or LifeLock.com, promo code BECK.
1: You're listening to Glenn
0: Hello America We have Cheryl Atkinson on uh, next That's great I love her Just love her She's got a new book out uh, Which I haven't read yet Because I'm coasting to Thanksgiving Should I tell her? Because she'll know But she'll pretend that she doesn't know And I could pretend that I read it And it could be like this whole You know, stage a puppet dance show Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Or I could just be honest with her <laughs> Probably being honest is the better way to go. Mm, not in today's world. <laughs>
1: the Glenn Beck Program.
0: Hey, everybody knows PayPal. But did you know that they were teaming up with Honey to save you money? honey is the free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. And now it's part of the PayPal family. Just add honey to your computer and shop on all of your favorite sites like normal. When it comes to checkout, just click the little apply coupons button. When it pops up a few seconds later, honey scans the database for all the working coupons on the web and watch your price drop. Honey works on nearly every online store, Walmart, DoorDash, Home Depot, uh, Lululemon, Macy's. Honey has found over $2 billion in savings. That's why they have over 100,000 five-star reviews on Google Chrome Store. Not using Honey is literally passing up free money. It is free to use and installs in just a couple of seconds. Get money for free by joining Honey. JoinHoney.com slash back. That's JoinHoney.com slash back.
1: This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh,
0: Let me tell you... Uh, quickly, about not free America. This is a uh, this is a new book that is out, and uh, Stu has it. He's been he, he's been highlighting because it's got a lot of great great ideas and great phrases that we should we should know.
2: Yeah, uh, about ninety percent of Americans were under shutdown orders at one point, and he uh, goes on. Uh, Mike Donovan, uh, the author. Uh, goes on to talk about how Just as we're emerging from those restraints Mandatory curfews were implemented in cities across The country due to non-peaceful protesting And civil unrest brought about by the murder Of George Floyd Should this have been a surprise? Not at all Humans are defined by the not the crisis they endure But how they respond and overcome
0: When individuals exercising liberty respond to crisis We win NotFreeAmerica.com. Get the book. Look at the pledge. Take the pledge with your family, especially over the holiday weekend. Uh, it's just really appropriate on Thanksgiving to uh, talk about freedom. NotFreeAmerica.com.
1: ...is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glen Beck Program.
0: Hello, America. What do you say we unite? Let's all unite. Can't we all unite? No. Not really. No. Uh, we can't unite unless we have some principles that will unite us. Otherwise, it's just called submission. And... Mm, well I'll submit to God but really no one else Okay, my wife Okay, this list is getting too long already we have to have principles that bring us together that's what we're missing right now we have people trying to shut people up we have a press that nobody even believes how do you get to the truth how do you find these principles again Cheryl Atkinson is with us in 60 seconds.
1: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: You know, they say the devil is in the details. Oh boy, aren't they right? Anyway, um, it's nothing truer than in the timeshare uh, game. Uh, You're one of those people who has uh, gotten stuck in a timeshare. (laughs) Yeah, that Mai Tai was good, wasn't it? Uh, you had to sit there and listen to that guy blather on you would have chewed you would have you would have chewed your own arm off just to get out of there uh, but you didn't you, instead you bought a timeshare and now you're paying the ridiculous maintenance fees you probably couldn't book anything uh, the, you know this year you were probably having before this year trouble getting it when you wanted. I have good news. If you want to get out, there's a timeshare termination team, and they are waiting to hear from you. They can legally get you out of your timeshare, and they have a 100% uh, guarantee. 100% of the people that they will take as clients get out. So it's, it's just a matter of time and will. Do you want to get out? Because these people will do it. Timeshare termination team. Call them now. Get the process started. 888-438-8688. Don't get stuck with another year of timeshare that you won't use and maintenance fees. You'll get 20% off when you terminate your timeshare right now. 888-438-8688. Timeshareterminationteam.com. Cheryl Atkinson. She's an investigative reporter, host of Full Measure with Cheryl Atkinson, and uh, she is the author of a new book that comes out next week called Slanted. It's always an honor to have you on, Cheryl.
5: So happy to be here. Thanks, Glenn. Now,
0: you're a professional journalist, right? Yes, I am. Yeah, okay. Uh, And I'm eh, maybe not as professional Uh, Because I know if I would come on your show, you would have read my book. And I like to hold to that standard, but I am coasting right now until Thanksgiving. And and I'm going to go read your book next week because I have it. I just haven't done it. And I am going to read it because I think you are fantastic. So I had two ways to play this. I could be honest, but you'd know. And then we just we both deny the reality Uh, or I could tell you up front and you could convince me and the rest of America how good this book is, even though I'm going to read it next week anyway.
5: That is the latter is the best course of action, considering the disclosures you've just made.
0: Yeah. So (laughs) this is one of the first times that you will hear anyone talking to or with a journalist and it's real it's open and it's honest what is going on and is it is it too late to turn things around with journalism and these media organizations
5: well obviously there are two ways we can go where we find ourselves today is the end of a long line of manipulation and control and propagandists who have wormed their way into pretty much every facet of our information landscape I talk a lot, of course, how they've gotten their nose under the tent at news organizations. I'm talking corporate and special interests. Um, In my first books, we talked about how they could get their talking points and their propaganda shaped. They could shape what we report on the news and what we don't report on the news. And then we evolved to where we have then we have now hired these people. They are us. They work in the Mm newsrooms. We don't just take their advice and take what they push out. They have become us. And in Slanted, I talk a lot about how, you know, sort of the next evolution of this polls used as narratives to shape public opinion rather than accurately measure it. I take a deep dive into that. And I talk about what I think, Glenn, is the most dangerous thing we're seeing today. And that is the social media internet censorship oh, under the guise gosh. of these fake fact checks. And I really dig into what's behind that in the book Slanted. Uh, but, okay, I heard And I, I know you're going to read it anyway. Yeah. But the best part about the book, I think, is I spoke to some of the names, some of them not named in the book, probably the biggest group anybody's ever used, maybe this is the only book like it, of current and former top executives, reporters, and producers Mm -hmm. at NBC, ABC, CBS, people that worked at 60 Minutes, CNN, where I used to work when it was a news organization, (laughs) MSNBC. And you'll be shocked to hear they agree with you and I about a lot of these problems You know, the death, the death of the news as we once knew it.
0: But they they say they're for freedom of press. They say they're for the truth. But I don't see anything that recognizes the truth. And I I just heard I think it was the New York Times podcast or might have been. NP. I think it was NPR's uh, morning brief podcast yesterday, day before. And they said uh, Donald Trump is lying about the election. It has been absolutely proven that there were there was no voter fraud and i thought okay there might not have been but it hasn't been proven that there wasn't uh we're in the we're in the midst of that right now if i would have said it's absolutely proven that there was voter fraud i can't say that they ban me they do everything they can but they don't even seem to recognize that they are the ones who think they're the authority on absolutely everything. And they're banning anyone who disagrees with them. Or the the worst part is with what happened with Hunter Biden. They just deemed it not important. And so they never covered it. And it was a cabal.
5: Well, this is all part of the plan because newsrooms are no longer populated um, oftentimes, with journalists who are trying to report facts accurately and fairly, they're re- they're populated with propagandists who are trying to convince you something. Oftentimes, things that aren't true, such as the discussion about fraud. And I watched, you know, how would we have covered this election if we had a neutral press? It would have looked completely different because we were told in 2016 that the Russians, the Chinese, et cetera, would interfere again in 2020. We knew there were domestic actors who did so and had never been punished punished or held accountable. So a neutral press would have been on alert and on the ground looking for evidence, whether it was evidence of, um, you know, misdeeds on either side. And instead, we sat back, you know, collectively and deemed the election once it looked like Donald Trump would lose based on those after-election counts. We deemed it to be fair and free of fraud without even looking and then, you know, once we said there was no evidence of fraud, and I talk and slanted about the propaganda phrase without evidence and how it's been weaponized yeah. against one side. Yeah. But we first said there was no evidence of fraud, which is silly because, of course, there is. You know, how big is the fraud is the question. There are always dead people who vote, etc. But, you know, the journalists were acting as though the evidence was going to come up, knock on the door and present itself. Or the, gu- the guilty parties when asked would say, oh, you caught me. I did it. And short of that, we're just deeming that nothing was amiss. And then after claiming there was no fraud, when some fraud appeared, the press narrative, as the propagandists tried to define the terms we would talk about, said, well, there was no widespread fraud. And suddenly that was the bar that we had to meet. And then as evidence, and I've been watching this, I hadn't commented really until now about, you know, evidence of fraud, but I've now seen what I would say is, quite a bit of evidence of fraud or alleged fraud, credible evidence and sworn affidavits and videos and so on. Now the the whole narrative is, well, it wouldn't have made a difference. These aren't enough votes. So you know they keep changing to suit the narrative they want people to think about, but we're smarter than that. So there's this cognitive dissonance when we hear this on the news.
0: So what is their plan going forward? I mean, You know, the Durham report, I don't think that's coming out because word is that Durham has enough, but he's not going to do anything because he's worried about blowback with Biden Uh, there, there. I mean, there's no chance of anything being corrected without a media that is standing up for what is truly right and wrong, no matter who does it. You know, justice is blind. The media is in the bag. How how do we how do we function and 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 how do we go from here?
5: Well, I think it's a great question. I have often wondered if it's gone too far, where even if a majority of the public feels differently or feels like the way you're describing, is there anything they can do about it in this controlled environment? And I do believe there is. And I think we're seeing hints of that with um, people turning away from Twitter, speaking out about it and joining Periscope, which may seem like a small thing. But this is a way when people are offered an option and there are people in the technical world trying to create alternatives that aren't censored where we can get free information and access to studies they don't want us to see or certain opinions. There are people working on this problem. And I do think there are tens of millions of people out there who want a solution and aren't Mm -hmm. aren't going to give up. So I don't know what form it takes ultimately, but I hope, I do hope people keep pushing for truth and facts. And with the Durham report and Barr, I mean, I can only conclude that by design, somebody didn't want anything to happen because it was critical if that was going to be addressed, the abuses of 2016 by government officials in some cases who are still employed there, that had to be addressed before the 2020 election or else we were basically saying there's no punishment for interfering with politics and our elections and doctoring documents and so on it and is nothing happened before 2020 that's what i can only conclude is that was the plan
0: uh, well i will tell you that i think it was in august that bill barr came out and said there will be indictments there will be things we have uh, we have a lot of evidence that shows some people did some really bad things and then it just went radio silent in right september and then nothing nothing and it makes one wonder see this is the problem Conspiracy theories come when someone is trying to suppress information or can't come up or won't let you question things that may have a very logical explanation, but they they shout your question down or they avoid your question or they call you names because you ask a question. When you can't ask questions, people go to conspiracy theories. So the press is is part of the disease. It's not a symptom. Donald Trump was a symptom. The press, I think, is part of the disease.
5: I agree, and I think what we've found because of that is a crisis in confidence among the public in all of our institutions, which has brought us to a really weird point. People don't have trust in the Department of Justice, in the media, in our politicians, in our elections. It's getting where they trust little of everything. And then, those who are mistrusted turn around and say, you're crazy conspiracy theorists without seeming to understand their own role in creating this environment. And one really simple, obvious example is the government telling us, don't wear masks. They don't work. Don't buy them. You're, you're un-American if you wear them. And then turning around and saying, do wear masks. You're unpatriotic if you don't. They work. And then looking at the public, many of whom then are confused as to which was the lie and they tell the public, you're crazy for being confused. And again, this just creates this atmosphere and it builds upon itself of mistrust and everything we're told. And the fact that you said, this is the most dangerous part. They now, they, the collective they, are censoring the mere question, the mere allegation, the mere opinion, the mere looking into something and, and making it controversial or making it where it cannot be heard. And this is so dangerous that you can't even express a skepticism, a suspicion, a rational question about things if they don't want you to ask it because it falls against their interests. It's, it's awful.
0: Well, I don't know if you've been following uh, the uh, news about the Great Reset, um, but uh, this is something that is not a conspiracy theory. Whether it happens or not is still yet to be seen but global governments are positioning with the World Economic Forum, and it's all on their website. There are videos about it. There's, I mean, they are very open about resetting capitalism to what they call shareholder capitalism. I would describe that more of a capitalistic system on a global scale like China. But maybe I'm wrong, but the way they describe it on their own website is not an American system. The New York Times came out because the Great Reset was... Uh, was uh, trending this weekend because it was used by Justin Trudeau over the weekend. Uh, a video was released of something he said a few months ago, and it started to trend. The New York Times just came out with an article that said this is all a conspiracy theory that there's a cabal of people. I, didn't th- I don't think there's a cabal. It- it's It's people who think they know what's right. Along with the economic, the World Economic Forum, they are pushing for something they think is right. They're doing it out in the open. There's no secret cabal. The, all the people involved are on the website, including John Kerry. I mean, it's there. But they discredit it, and they think that's enough. Is it enough, or is this going to blow back in their face?
5: Well, I think what we found with the propaganda campaign like no other that we saw against President Trump by some members of his own party, by his enemies and by the media, and yet he still improved his number of votes by the millions this time, which I think terrified his enemies to see, even though they say he lost. And the fact that tens of millions of people, including African-Americans and other minorities and gays and lesbians and Latinos, voted in greater numbers for Donald Trump shows that there are a large segment, a lar- there is a large segment of the population that resists this sort of propaganda and sees it for what it is, maybe wonder what they can do about it, but they see it. And, you know, there's, there's a chapter in Slanted, you're going to love, that's about the devolution of the New York Times specifically, once one of the most well-respected news organizations on the planet. And I talked to some New York Times insiders who are appalled as we are to see this really once great paper just turn into this rag of narratives and false information. It's just really a shocking development in journalism.
0: Let me go there. I'm going to take a one-minute break and then we'll be back. Cheryl Atkinson, uh, she is uh, an investigative reporter. She does Full Measure with Cheryl Atkinson. Uh, She is the author of Slanted, the new book, How the News Media Taught Us to Love Censorship and Hate Journalism. More with her in just a minute. All right, let me tell you about Omaha steaks. So good. Now I'm a rancher. Okay, I, I, we eat our own beef that we raise, and uh, don't tell the cows that or they'll turn on us. But uh, <laughs> I don't know how Omaha steaks. It's like witchcraft. I don't know how they they know what they're doing. That's the secret here. The secret sauce. The secret formula is they understand how to do it. You're saying a guy Mm -hmm. who doesn't know anything about how to grow anything.
2: (laughs) Yes, I'm thinking that maybe you're doing it wrong, (laughs) and they, you know,
0: maybe get the best. Wow. Mm -hmm. Well. A lot, you know, (laughs) if I didn't have good ranchers around me, man, I'd be dead within a week toast. Anyway, uh, they're perfectly aged 100 percent American grain finished steaks. The 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 ultimate in tenders. You can really cut them with a fork. It's amazing. Uh, They're also very, very flavored because they they have aged them just the right amount of time. Now, they are also throwing in four mouth-watering burgers, so you're not only going to get the great four perfectly aged steaks, you're going to get four burgers, eight boneless chicken breasts, eight gourmet jumbo franks, plus eight scalloped potatoes, and eight uh, caramel uh, apple tartlets. Really, really good. Plus, you get uh, signature seasoning, and uh, I think you also get a thermometer for free oh if you use the promo code back you're going to get additional burgers four of them and the uh, the digital thermometer perfect for a christmas gift i think it's better as a gift for yourself but if you want to be magnanimous and send it to somebody else omaha steaks ship directly to your doorstep world's greatest steaks premium meats easy meals everything you need stock up yourself or give a gift that people really will not forget get a jump start on gift shopping with omaha stakes today all back with a hundred percent money back guarantee omahasteaks.com omahasteaks.com enter the promo code dot omahasteaks.com promo code BEC. Ten 10 second station id We're talking to Cheryl Atkinson. Uh, she is the author of a brand new book, comes out next week, called Slanted, How the News Media Taught Us to Love Censorship and Hate Journalism. And I want to get to that title here in a second. But tell me, we don't hear from those people uh, at The New York Times. We, we don't hear from them. We don't see them walking out uh, en masse. What's happening there?
5: Well, we, those of us who see what's going on and want to do something about it, are becoming outnumbered and actually, quite frankly, bullied by those who now are in the business who are narrative pushers and propagandists and simply say the word racist or whatever they want to say, Me Too or sexist, to silence those who have alternative viewpoints on these things. You could see this in the leaked transcript of the New York Times staff meeting that was published maybe a year and a half ago after a series of debacles that I go into in my book, where, you know, how would you like to be somebody, if you read this transcript, about the crazy thoughts they have, what the the goal of the New York Times is, you know, pushing certain narratives, how would you like to be the one or two who differs, and you're going to be called every name in the book if you stand up and speak, and nobody did. Mm.
0: Okay, Uh, more in just a second. Slanted is the name of the book. I want to go to just the title because I find it fascinating how news media taught us to love censorship.
1: This is the Glenn Beck program.
0: So I was telling you about steaks a few minutes ago. And look at me. You do not get a body like this without really working for it. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, this has taken me hours at McDonald's. Uh, A
2: lot more than that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot, significantly more.
0: So I got myself a rec tech because mm. I obviously love good food, mm-hmm. and McDonald's yeah. don't want to want to make sure <laughs> yeah, that those separation. are in mm-hmm. separate mm-hmm. categories. Uh, so I got a rec tech and there is nothing better to grill or smoke in. It is it's fantastic. It has, it's a smart grill, so, so it has smart grill technology uh, it makes sure that everything is just right. Heat sensors that go into whatever you're cooking. You could make a pizza in this thing. You could you could smoke a turkey in this. I mean, it it's fantastic. Grilling in the 21st century with a bang. Follow Rectech and compare them. A B compare them to the best ones out there. You, you won't find a better one. Rectech R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. Rectech.com
2: seems like a good idea and time to join blaze tv go to blaze tv.com slash glen. the promo code is glenn and save 30 bucks
0: so there's a new book coming out it is released next week but it's available for pre-order now if you're looking for a gift to give somebody who thinks like us um Uh, Favorite family member gift or even a gift for yourself Uh, for Christmas. This is it. It is a really good. uh, I can't speak from uh, current (laughs) experience. experience. I can speak for past experience. You are telling the truth when it comes to how the media and how our information is getting to us uh, in a way that nobody else either cares or has the courage to do. Uh, And I can't thank you enough for that. Uh, The name of the book is Slanted, How the News Media Taught Us to Love Censorship and Hate Journalism. And I want to stop there. The news media taught us to love censorship?
5: Well, it's quite brilliant if you think about it. I started tracing this in The Smear, the last book, and I finish in this one. But in 2016, prior to 2016, it may be hard to remember, there was no movement or public sentiment saying, please curate our information and fact check it and censor it and tell us what to think. This was unheard of. And as I said, this was started with a speech President Obama gave at Carnegie Mellon in 2016 that suggested, and I remember hearing it thinking, what? That suggested somebody needed to step step in and curate our information on the internet in this wild, wild west media environment. And I'm thinking, well, nobody has ever asked for that. And pretty soon, David Brock of Media Matters took credit Mm. for convincing Facebook to do the first what I call fake fact checks of information to try to shape public opinion. And it took off from there. But they had to convince us that we wanted it. They had to create a market for it. They couldn't just force it down our throat. So there was a lot of propaganda to insist that all of this fake news, which was a liberal invention before Donald Trump took it over, but that we were all being victimized by fake news and that someone needed to step in and and help us out and make sure we didn't see certain studies and opinions and viewpoints. But again, this is a relatively new phenomenon, and I, I don't think your listeners literally love censorship, No, but they have convinced us as a population to sort of embrace and tolerate these you know, fact checks and whatever you want to call them, the curating, the media literacy efforts, and so on, which I think are extremely dangerous.
0: You know, if they if they believed, I, I mean, I always come back to Thomas Jefferson. He said, "Trust the American people. Uh, they'll most likely get it wrong from time to time, but they will figure it out in the end and correct their mistakes." Uh, and I don't think anybody in power believes in the American people anymore, uh, and so they. They go and they censorship because we're too we're just too stupid to figure it out. I and think may I,
5: may I differ. May I differ a bit? Yes. I think that they worry that we're not stupid. They worry that we're going to form the conclusion if we hear certain information that they don't want us to have, and they can't let that happen. And I I saw that in, that you know sentiment inside newsrooms where. People were starting to censor certain stories because they didn't like the takeaway they thought people would have if they heard all the information, just the facts. So well, I think that's, that's even, that's
0: from. even more evil. And you, so you think that's the prevailing uh, attitude?
5: Well, and I think that's why we're seeing the censorship in social media, and the internet, it's not to protect us. It's not really to sort through what's Correct. false. It's Correct. to try to keep us from seeing fulsome information on things that certain political and, corporate interests don't want us to see
0: so you have we, we if if they believed in the free press and they thought you know some people may not want to see these things you would just release your algorithm and allow us to adjust it i don't want to see this i don't want to see that Absolutely. i you know that's that's Absolutely. that's the way you do well, it
5: actually, what they're actually saying is if you think about it the people at Twitter, the nameless, faceless people, for example, at Twitter and Facebook who censor information, who are in no position to be experts on any of these things that they are claiming to be, you know, expert over. What they're saying is they have the information, they want to be able to see it, they have seen it, they just don't want you to see it. And, and that's the problem. They don't trust you to make the same sorts of decisions and judgments that they made because you might not make the right ones or the ones they want you to make.
0: So Cheryl, can you look into? I hate to ask you to do this, but can you look into the future? Because I can't tell you. I mean, I have members of my own family who say, "Say you're freaking out about nothing. Nobody is going to be censoring. You're not going to be, you know, thrown down a rabbit hole." I I believe there's a good shot that in a year or two, uh, if that. It would start with the pressure, just like they've learned with the uh, media matters, a pressure on our sponsors uh, to drive them all away. Okay, as long as we have the audience, we're set for that because we have a subscription uh, service. Um, But they're going to just keep battling and battling and wearing us down. And if you have control of the FCC, you know, depending on how radical they want to get, they could shut voices down. Do do you see that coming?
5: Yes. I mean, I see that we're already there in many respects. And Adam Carolla, the entertainer, spoke of this with me in in the last couple of weeks. You can see that segment at FullMeasure.News, the replay. But he's a Hollywood guy, stand-up comic and so on, who said he saw this cancel culture coming where people were going to be bullied and not, he saw a future where he wasn't going to be able to work in Hollywood in the traditional mm-hmm. sense because he speaks his mind and doesn't go along with the narratives. So he created this bubble. I mean, I think to some degree you've you've done that or tried to do that where he's outside of the ability to be canceled. Like mm-hmm. the way he, he has his own, he owns his studio, he produces his own films. He doesn't rely on the platforms where he can be deplatformed and canceled. And you know, people are looking more and more for ways to do that. That's why Rumble and Parler and these, you know, alternate tech platforms are, I think, increasing in popularity or at least interest.
0: Well, we are the blaze, which I created for this time. I just found out yesterday. We are the largest subscription right-leaning uh, subscription uh, company in the world, uh, which is shocking to me, uh, but it has been as long as we have the audience. But the way these algorithms work, and the way they're they're starting to talk about you know lists and everything else, that'll freak people out. You, I mean, you're already on a list if you're listening. You're already on a list. Right. Um, but the, the pressure that is going to come if these radicals actually take charge is terrifying
5: well you know just i think people need to remember and take heart in the fact that as much as if you live inside the box i call the internet it's so controlled the whole goal of some of the propagandists is to make you believe you're an outlier when you're not yes for holding certain views and thoughts so keep heart that you aren't an outlier in a lot of these respects i mean i'm talking to your listeners and that tens of millions of people, if you look at the last election, probably have the same sense you do about these things. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be pretty hard, I think, to take tens of millions of people and cancel them or convince them, you know, that there's an alternate reality that exists online that's not really true. I think they they live outside the box, and they see a lot more of what's going on.
0: Can we spend a couple of minutes and just talk about the election? How is... Is Biden going to be the next president? Do you think there's enough there to uh, change the result or to question the result with real impact?
5: Well, from what I've seen, um, and I have tried to do some deep diving into this in the past week or so when I can, um, I would say there is enough to question significant numbers of votes and how this occurred. Whether anything can be done about it, you know, I don't have a lot of faith and confidence, regardless of the evidence, because let's look at my my own lawsuit against the government for spying. I have a whistleblower admitting it. I have forensic evidence. Yeah, it doesn't no. matter. Donald Trump may know or some the people surrounding him may have evidence of, as they do, allegations, sworn affidavits, videos and so on. Credible claims of wrongdoing involving thousands of ballots. I don't know how you go back and write that, meaning R-I-G-H-T, make that yeah. right. I don't know how you get the people who are against you, and he's surrounded by people who aren't really mm-hmm. on his side. Yep. You know, it requires them to go along. It would require some court to agree. It would require Republicans in states to help him that may not want to help him. So, you know, my skepticism lies in the fact that I think it's pretty clear we had widespread improprieties, let's say that, but as to whether anything can be done about it, you know, I think that's, that's sort of a long shot.
0: Sadly, Cheryl, thank you so much. Thank you for your continued uh, stand uh, for your logic and your willingness to uh, look at all sides and just follow the track wherever it may lead. Thank you. Appreciate it.
5: Thank you for having me. Appreciate it.
0: You bet. The name of the book is slanted. How the news media taught us to love censorship and hate journalism. She's actually going to be doing a podcast with me uh, shortly after uh, the holidays so I wanted to save reading it, so I had all new stuff to talk to her about in the podcast. By the way, so responsible. If you are, thank you. If you are, uh, <laughs> if you are a fan of the podcast, I think I did my favorite podcast uh, two days ago with Douglas Murray. Really? Uh, this guy is—he is terrifying and inspiring. There, there were times, but probably three times in that podcast where he just and I think it's because I pissed him off. I think I because I was playing devil's advocate to him, and uh, and I don't know if he thought I was serious or not. Uh, but I was playing devil's advocate and I was pushing him. Yeah, but people are tired. If Donald Trump can't do it, who can do it? Uh, and he just launched into some of the most powerful Martin Luther King empowerment speeches i've ever heard and just off the top of his head you don't want to miss that it's available today at BlazeTV.com. it'll be available saturday uh, for the rest of the general public uh, but uh, go to the blaze tv.com use the promo code glenn and you'll save i don't know just truckloads of money let me tell you about gold line we have to have money left to be able to rebuild. And if we are all counting on the almighty U.S. dollar, ain't going to have a lot of money left. They are debasing this thing, and the dollar's value is falling. Now, they're telling you now that the stock market's going to go up to 40000 I think that's probably right. Uh, I talked about it three years ago, that it's headed for a melt-up. That is a real term, a melt-up. It rockets up and then crashes down. I think that's what's going to happen. I don't know. Don't take investment advice for me, but I will tell you to prepare yourself for a time that that doesn't look at all like this. Call Goldline, gold or silver. It's right for my family. It may be for yours. If you buy gold, you can receive some free holiday silver that is great to give to the grandkids. They're they're real solid silver coins. Um, You'll get them free with your purchase. And they've got Santa and the snowman and everything else. Make sure you sign up for Goldline's weekly market email updates. Ask them about it. It's free. It's informational. And it'll help you keep connected to what's really going on. Call 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE. 866 Goldline or goldline.com. This is the
1: Glenbeck Program.
0: This is the Glenbeck
2: Program. We have this podcast coming up with Douglas Murray. He's the guy, the Spectator guy?
0: Yeah, he runs the Spectator in in the UK, in the UK which mm-hmm. is very conservative, mm-hmm. but our kind of conservative. And uh, he, you know, I. I I'm always hesitant on people from Europe or from the United Kingdom who talk about conservatives because sometimes their conservative is a little different. <laughs> it
2: can be a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Out of our. It's not the same. Mind comps.
0: Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm always a little. Uh, that's
2: not conservative here, but the, yeah. in some places that's uh, that is that, in, yeah. in the
0: European scale because the European scale is just big government on both sides. So, uh, I'm talking to him and I started the interview with, so where are we as a nation? Cause I knew he had just come back from a tour of America. And if you like Daniel Hannon, mm. he's very Daniel Hannon and he sees and says things that are pretty harsh about America and what we're going through, but coming from an outsider, it means more because, He also loves this country. And uh, he said, I was just there for three months. He said, I don't know how you get how you untangle yourself from this without war. He said, I'm really concerned about your country. He said, I've been coming, you know, every five years or so for a long time. And he said, I just love you. And he said, I'm sitting at dinner tables all across the country in America And families won't talk to each other. And he said, it's not about politics. It's about facts. You don't have the same storylines anymore. And uh, we talked a little bit about what's going on in France and happening around the world with the same kind of stuff. And he said, no, 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 no. It's not the same stuff. He said, you guys are unique in the world. He said, and uniquely bad. He said, first of all. All this bad stuff. It's coming from you guys. It's being shipped out from you to other countries. And uh, he said, but what France has, what England has is they just want a Marxist France. They don't hate France. They love France. He said the Marxists are actually standing up against the Islamists who are trying to tear down the statues. Mm. He said it's. It's not the same They respect their history They love their nation But they want to You know Have a socialist Governmental structure Correct He said You guys Have Marxist And people In your own government That despise Your nation Mm. And want to erase Everything And he goes into Our responsibilities As citizens In a Very stirring way Very Daniel Hannon uh, And Talks about How we can solve it And the urgency that we have to have. You can find this podcast, if you're a Blaze subscriber, go to Glenn Beck Podcast at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn Glenn and save.